0: Welcome back to another episode of Agile Way podcast where we explore challenges organizations face on their agile journey. How to become great scrum master? How to change your leadership style? Or how to embrace agility at the organization level? I'm Suzy Chokhova, Agile Coach certified scrum trainer and author of the great scrum master book and agile leader book and I'm your host for this podcast I'm passionate about business agility organizational culture and agile leadership and that was the reason why I decided to start this podcast to share with you my experiences and stories from my agile journey Today, I have a pleasure to host Cherry Silas, the founder of Tandem Coaching Academy. Sherry is an ICF Credentialed Master Certified Coach and Scrum Alliance Certified Enterprise Coach who has been coaching, leading, providing coaching trainings and mentoring people for most of her career. And today we want to talk about how Agile Coaches benefits from professional coaching skills. So can you share something about your background? How did you get to professional coaching and Agile Coaching?
1: Yeah, um, I, I got into agile coaching kind of through the project management space and accidentally fell into a scrum master role. And I was like, I have no idea what's going on. And um, I did that job for a while and still had no idea what was going on. <laughs> and so I finally got some training and I was like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I got it now. Um, And I really just kind of fell in love with the thinking um, because as a project manager, I was like, this doesn't make sense. And I was doing a lot of the things, um, the iterative development and things like that, um, that Agile brings forward. And I was like, yes, this makes total sense. Um, And then I guess I got into professional coaching. Along the way, I started coaching a, a large, a really large corporate client, and what I was realizing was what I was bringing to the table wasn't enough, and they needed something different. <laughs> so a friend of mine who we were working together, Allison Pollard, um, she said, hey, what about this professional coaching thing? You want to try it out with me? Sure. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so it was life-changing. I was a different person when I came out than I was when I went in um, to the training and completely different human. And so now that's what I do.
0: What kind of different?
1: I'm curious now. I listen now. I ask questions now. I don't just tell everybody what I know. I'm not the smartest person in the room anymore. And seriously, it makes a really big difference. You know, we go into people's companies, like we own the place and we know everything and they know nothing. And that is a good way to just create huge amounts of resistance. Um, And so when agile coaches ask me, well, what do you do with resistance? I say, "Uh, I stop creating it. (laughs) And that's the first place to start.
0: And that's a great advice, I will really love it. Stop creating it. Oh, well, how simple, right? So what are the agile coaching competencies or what do you need to learn to become an agile coach? So I think there's, well, there's a
1: lot, right? There's the agile piece. So you absolutely need to learn the, the pieces of agile, whether it's um, multiple frameworks, Scrum, Kanban, um, probably a few scaling frameworks, but that's just the, that's the knowledge part, right? That's where you come into organizations and you share your knowledge and you do some consulting. The other side of that is if you're going to be an agile coach, then you have to learn what coaching is. And um, so I think that professional coaching is, is the piece that's been the missing link. Um, I actually think that we do ourselves a disservice when we say we're agile coaches, because what that does is it tells the organization, I'm here to fix your agile. I have changed the way I talk about what I do, and I say that I'm a coach, and I work in agile environments, um, because what they hear is coach, not agile. And so they know that I'm there to be a coach, not that I'm there to fix their agile, right? So you have to learn that professional coaching. And then you need experience. I see, um, like coaching's a buzzword, agile coach, that's a buzzword. Everybody's an agile coach. And I talk to people all the time. They're like, I want to be an agile coach. I have never been an agile. It's like, why don't you start there? start as a scrum master, start as a product owner, get some experience on the ground um, and work your way through because you can't lead what you don't know.
0: So that's very true. Now, what are the typical mistakes agile coaches do on their journey?
1: Mm,
0: That's fun. Typical mistakes.
1: Let's see. Um, I think first is thinking that you know more than the client and that you're there to fix them, right? And, and, and that to some of us, that sounds really silly and to others it's like, well, yeah, what's wrong with that? That's what they hired me for to fix them. Um, but as I've grown into being a professional coach, one of the things that I learned early on is that you need to look at your client as being competent, creative, resourceful, not broken, and they don't need you to fix them. They were running their company quite beautifully before you got there. And when you leave, they'll still be running their company. You are not God's gift to the world, right? And when we can look at our clients as being competent, that's when we can create an engagement with them. Because when we see things that seem weird, instead of saying, oh, this client has no idea what to do. Let me fix that. Why in the world are they doing that? Instead of that reaction, the coach reaction is, hmm, interesting. I wonder what problem they were solving when they put in that solution. And I wonder if the problem still exists. And so that gives the client credit for being intelligent. Um, and for knowing their domain and for knowing their business, and if we start there, then that's a good place. I say so another big thing that I see coaches doing is um, coming in with their own agenda, more of a consultant type mindset. Not that consulting is bad; it's just consulting, right? If you're a consultant, be a consultant. If you're a coach, be a coach. And so they look around and say, oh, look at all the things that are broken. This is what we're going to fix. Um, That creates resistance because number one, you're telling people they don't know what they're doing and you're going to fix them. Um, But also it's your agenda and nobody's going to get on your agenda so you can be successful. What's the point? And so instead, they should turn it around and ask, ask the client, what are the things that are painful to you? And how can we partner together and figure out how to make it a little bit better, right? And so what I have found is that if you focus on what the client feels is pain, eventually the stuff you saw will either be the fix for some of their pains or it's gonna rise to the top because you've allowed them to start fixing whatever. and okay now now your stuff right
0: what was uh, the most difficult for you personally can you share some story of your learning and what was the most difficult learning you got something around those lines
1: yeah the most difficult learning i got as an agile coach i think it was that i i can't conquer the world <laughs> I went in thinking like, oh yeah, I'm gonna fix this place. I'm gonna help them adopt this stuff. Um, And thinking in my mind, we're gonna transform this company, right? Transform, agile transformation. We hear those words all the time, agile transformation. And every time I hear it, I'm like, hmm, I doubt your client actually wants transformation. Most clients want an agile adoption or maybe just a scrum adoption. And then what happened with me was I went in thinking, oh yeah, agile coach, we do transformation. So I was trying to push big change on the company and all they wanted was to adopt scrum. And so I felt like a failure. They felt like, what the heck are you doing here? Why are you doing this? We just wanted some training. And um, Yeah, so after that, I started to back up and really ask questions. What is it you're trying to do here? And what I have found is very few clients actually want to do Agile transformation. They really just want to adopt Scrum or adopt Agile, but they don't want to change the whole company. And they don't want to often change themselves they would like to see change as long as it's not me that has to do it
0: that's very natural for people right <laughs> of course we all is. want to see the change somewhere else not me those that's, other people should change right that's right I want my
1: company to be wonderful I want it to be great I want us I want us to make tons of money I want to have a wonderful culture y'all do that
0: where are you finding your motivation right like uh you go with your dreams and then you realize you don't really want that and they want something else so where do you find the motivation to keep going i find
1: the motivation
0: um in the momentum
1: so i never work against or create resistance if i can help it right and i don't i don't try to work with people who don't want to do this work. I focus on people who want change and they want personal transformation um, and they want team transformation. Like, I think the number one thing that has kept me going as a coach saying, I know this is what I want to do with my life. I know I was called to this purpose is when people tell me this stuff is changing my life. The stuff you're teaching me at work, my spouse keeps saying I'm a different person. My kids are like, what the heck happened to you? You, you, Who are you? um, my, My family says that I listen now. They say I ask questions and they're really like, why are you asking me questions? You've never done that before. My relationships are getting better, right? That's where the payoff is. It's, it's in those personal transformations that bring transformation back to work because you bring your whole self to work, not just your work self.
0: And we have a chat before a little bit, and you mentioned you're just starting the Agile Coaching University. So can you share a little bit more about that?
1: I've been really passionate over the years about helping people um, who who have a goal to get to Scrum Alliance um, guide-level coaching positions, the certified agile coaches, whether it's team coach or enterprise coach. Um, And I'm right now really focused on helping people get to that team coach. And so we opened Agile Coach University, where Alex Kudnov and Anu Smalley, And I got together and pulled our talent and pulled our resources and said, we want to create an experience where somebody can come in one end, that person who's like, I don't know what Scrum is, but I want to be a coach. Great. Let's get you started. And so we take them from that point or from whatever point they happen to enter in um, and, and they go through the agile learning, like the basics, if they don't already have it. We teach them the professional coaching, which is like semester one. And then semester two is the advanced agile leadership and um, coaching. When they kind of go through the whole university, they come out the other end. I know certifications are important to people. Um, learning is important to me. And if you get some certifications along the way, wonderful. And then, so of course, along with all that, your your personal projects have to be in alignment with doing community service, um, community involvement, where our students are actively mentoring others in the community um, who want to be agile coaches. So we've got some that are more advanced, but we're working with some that are newer, and then also as just a community service. Because to be a guide-level coach, that's part of what you need to do, contributing back to the community, leading the community. And so that's one of the requirements that have to happen. Long story, but um, really excited to finally have an end-to-end where people can be an agile coach if they want to be. And they've got partnership with guide-level industry-leading coaches, right alongside of them, um, teaching them along the way. So really excited.
0: Nice plan. Sounds exciting. What is the future of agile coaching? Where do you see it 10 years from now? I think that coaching... Um,
1: more and more people are understanding the need for coaching and the effectiveness of coaching in the in adult organizations. Um, I think the next thing that I see coming into the adult space now that coaches are starting to emerge is um, something called supervision. Um, It's what the professional coaching space calls supervision. And it's not like I'm your boss, I'm gonna supervise you and give you check marks or anything. It's a process of working with another professional to to like pull up and look and take a super super meta view of the work you're doing with your clients. And um, so that you can, understand how you're showing up, right? Learning coaching is about learning how to be a good coach and do the things, the competencies, right? Supervision is about now you're a coach and you're working with real clients, how do you stay fit for purpose so that you don't like fall off a cliff all by yourself somewhere um, and you don't have any support it's hard to do this work. I go into organizations and it's super hard and we need support. So I think that's the next thing that's coming in. And I think it's going to be a good thing. When when people realize the power of it, it's going to be a really good thing.
0: We talk about education. We talk about coaching. So what else is important for helping organization? So...
1: Agile coaching, learning Agile. I think there's a piece of it that is, um, well, I know there's a piece of it that's organizational change management, right? So we don't talk enough about that. You know, we, we, we talk about leadership, we talk about coaching, we talk about Agile, and we're working with these companies and these are huge changes. And as change agents, we like change, right? oh, no big deal, it's just one thing, you're just adopting agile. Like, really, Do you? That's, that's thousands of changes, little bitty micro changes that people need to make. And so I think we, we need to understand how people change and how to bring change on a large scale to an organization in the way that's least disruptive and a big part of that is communication. Um, it's communication. It's also um, honoring what's there, right? If we're going to help people shift from one thing to the other, we can't um, dismiss what they're already doing. You we're know, Honor what's there. See what they're doing. And pull what's good from that, what they want to pull forward, pull it forward. Um, and, and so this organizational change management is so important to help people understand, like, why are we doing this? Why should I do this? What's gonna happen when I do this, right? And, um, and so, yeah, I think that gets left out a lot. I, I don't hear enough people talking about it. We talk, you know, they talk about leadership and all those other things, but you're, you're working with big corporations. That's a big thing to turn around. A lot of lives in the balance and a lot of careers in the
0: balance. That's right. I don't hear people talking about it almost at all. Those things are coming, I think. So can you share with us some inspirational story? Something you're returning to in your mind all the time. Something which shaped you.
1: I think, well, I know inspirational for me over this past couple of years is um, I've had two new, three, sorry, three new grandbabies. Mm. Um, And that's a big part of the reason why I do what I do now, um, because I want to be here with them. And um, going through this last year with COVID and all the changes that everyone has made, it's been really great to be able to have them, even though sometimes they're in here and they don't need to be. <laughs> but it's been really great to have them. Um, and so that's on the personal side. And then on the professional side, um, I've been focusing a lot on just getting really, really good at professional coaching. Um, I, As you know, I, I'm a master certified coach with ICF, which I know I'm the only CEC that's also a master certified coach. There may be other coaches in the agile space, but I haven't met any. And so that's a really big thing because it's beginning to merge together those two worlds. When I first started working with one of the mentors I worked with for the MCC, the first thing she said to me was, Yeah coaches who work in these spaces where they do a lot of consulting like the kind of work you do they never make it to master coach and i was like really interesting time to change that isn't it <laughs> and and so i worked my butt off to really be good not like put on a show but really Be able to work with people and help them transform the work they're doing in in their personal lives, their careers. Um, I was able to get that master certified coach after being declined the first time. They said, Nope, not good enough. And I was like, All right, that one hurt really bad. And then I waited a year and a half and tried again. And they were like, Now you're ready. Best thing that ever happened to me was being declined because that's when I really knew I had to step up my game. And so I wanna see other coaches, other agile coaches, Let's let's start to take both spaces and be leaders in those spaces so that the world can know that coaching in agile environments is a real profession. It's a real coaching profession.
0: Nice, thank you for sharing. I have a last question for you. Looking in the future, right? What is the future of Agile?
1: I get asked that question all the time. It's the big thing. What's the future of Agile? Um, I think we're experiencing a big change right, right as we speak. We're in this pivotal time when Agile first started. There was this big, we've got to be all together. And, and that's great. and. Um, co-location is wonderful and that thinking also came in before we had technology that could help us be in one room. And so I think with this change that's happened with COVID, people have realized that, okay, it's, it's not the same as being in the same room, but we can still do this and we can do it remotely which means that we can pull top talent from around the world and pull them together to do anything we want to do. And so I think that one thing is going to start to bring in changes in agile, um, like, like ever before. Because when you have to be co-located, you are isolated to people who live in your little city who can actually come work co-located with you. Um, and that means that The innovation space is only as big as that, right? So now that we can pull up and we can say, okay, well, if we're going to do this, let's do it. Let's just conquer the whole world. We can now pull talent together that never, two minds that would have never worked together and now see a lot more in the innovation space. I also think business agility, big, big um, things that we've seen in companies that weren't software companies over this past year, right? T-shirt companies making respirators. Like what changed on a dime and said, okay, we're going to do this instead. We were making air conditioners. Now we're making respirators. We are making T-shirts. Now we're making masks. Um, That is business agility. When you can turn it around and say that market is no longer what we need to be in. This is the market that we need to go after because this is where this is the window and so we saw companies that weren't software move into a market window very quickly and so with that when we actually start teaching agile beyond software development i think it's going to be a really really critical
0: move for a lot of companies thank you for sharing thank you for having me In a summary, to be an Agile coach, you don't just need a knowledge about all the practices and frameworks in an Agile space. It's not just about professional coaching skills either, but it's also about your own experience from an Agile environment. To be really able to help organizations, you need to look at your client as being competent, creative, resourceful, not broken, and realize you don't need to fix them. Ask what are the painful things and how can we partner together to figure out how can we make it a little bit better. Coaching in an Agile environment is a real coaching profession. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Agile Wave podcast hosted by Zuzi Šakhová, author of the great Scrum Master book and Agile Leader book. If you love listening to this podcast, please leave us a review. If there is any topic you are particularly interested in and would like to hear another episode on it, let me know. For more information about me and my Agile classes, visit our website sochova.com. Thank you for listening.